0: You do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful, and it's full of gumbo. Nick
1: Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show.
0: Gumbo is a way of life.
2: It is gumbo time, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Gumbo Show, the show where we gather together to celebrate everything about the most perfect food ever created, not in a lab in China. But in South Louisiana, as always, we have here your three hosts, the Peter, Paul, and Mary of Gumbo Evangelism, sitting in Covington. I'm definitely the Peter in this group. I'm Feynman Roberts. Uh, I'm actually not technically in Covington. I'm on the North Shore Lake Pontchartrain. Joining me as always, the Paul of this group, Jack Barksdale. Over, Jack Barksdale, I'm looking at your... (laughs) Brent Barksdale, Jack Barksdale's his more famous son. Y'all should check him out on, on the other at another time. But Brent Barksdale in North Texas and the Mary, Dave Huguenel from Northern Virginia. What's happening, fellas? Oh, uh, best intro ever. I
0: thought last week was the best intro ever. That
1: was fair. That was a roller coaster, man. We went, we went with like with like Wuhan references to cannibalism, to, to to get names wrong.
2: Like this is uh,
1: a, a plus. This is my favorite. Is go-
2: We scrape the heavens and, and the, the hell.
0: Well, you Um, know, Jack, Jack Barksdale actually has a professional podcast uh, unlike us.
2: And, and, and Jack Barksdale is someone who you would actually like, like be very interested in seeing because he's very good, but we'll talk about that at some other time today in today's very special episode, we're headed back to the Lone Star State because we have a very special guest joining us today. Brent, why don't you hit us with the intro?
0: Okay, so we have a very special guest, like Feynman said, uh, Tammy Elkins from Victoria, Texas. She owns a food truck called So Cajun Food Truck in Victoria, Texas. Which that's uh, S-E-A-U-X, right? I, I was going to say, I was going to let Tim spell it, but yeah, S-E-A-U-X, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Dave was asking me before the show, where's Victoria? Dave, you had a question for Tammy?
1: Yeah, yeah. In terms of like, you know, tough questions, you know, do, right. did my research. Right. Where... I failed geography many times. Where is Victoria, Texas?
3: Okay. Victoria is about two hours, um, Southwest of Houston, two hours, uh, kind of directly South of Austin and San Antonio and two hours to the west, uh, East of Corpus. Like we're right smack in the middle of those big cities. Hold on a second,
2: because uh, you're going to have to forgive me. I also did poorly in geography, but okay. anything south of Houston must either be in the Gulf or in Mexico. So,
3: so so south southwest south. Oh, yes, there's more Texas down there. There is a lot more Texas. I had no yes. Idea there's that. like um, there's about six hours, and then you're in Mexico. So yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, there's well, more Texas in every direction. There <laughs> we're
3: a, we're a lot of state.
0: Yeah, it's a big state. And and, and Fama knows he's lived in Texas. Um, and that begs the question, Tammy, why is there a Cajun food truck with gumbo in Victoria, Texas, of all places? Well,
3: because we didn't have one. Um, I'm originally from the West Bank, I guess you could say, um, when I was a little bitty, but we moved back to Texas. And We traveled a lot, went to New Orleans every holiday, just about, and um, we would come home and we didn't have our kind of food. So we thought, what better way to share our love of gumbo and other Cajun goodies than to open a food truck in an area that didn't do it like we're used to having it.
0: So Go ahead, Feynman.
2: No, I was just going to say, and I'm not sure I have a question in here, but I think you are our first West Bank native guest yeah, on the show. So awesome. West Bank represent That's the best. Right. Thing. I, well,
3: I mean, I, in all fairness, I didn't live there for a whole, whole long time. My parents then moved to Metairie, um, and then back to Texas when I was little. But well. Metairie Originally, like I, am, I am definitely a West Bank girl.
2: M- Metairie is like halfway to Texas from the West Bank Yeah, anyway. for sure. So, yeah. Uh, well, so uh, probably I knew we we're going to get into this, but uh, tell us a little bit about the gumbo you make in the Cajun food truck there in deep South Texas. Deep
3: South Texas. So um, I make two gumbos. I make a chicken and sausage gumbo and I make a shrimp and okra gumbo. Um we found shortly after we opened that people in South Texas either love okra or hate it. So that's why we split it up so that we can have both types. And I get a bunch of people that like a mixed. So it's actually probably three gumbos. We do it like I said chicken and sausage, shrimp and okra, and then I have a bunch of people that ask for it mixed.
2: Wait, so you pour like half a bowl of shrimp and okra and then half a bowl of chicken and sausage?
3: Yep. And then, so I'm kind of crazy about, well, it's a good thing, freshness. So I don't, I make my base for my shrimp and okra, but the shrimp don't get added until you order. So, yeah, that's how that works. So then I just do that for the- the I mean,
2: that's like- it's like crossing the streams in Ghostbusters, it seems like, like,
1: <laughs> everything you know, might, just,
3: might cease
2: to stuff.
1: exist. It's, it's good stuff. Well, you know, and Brent, uh, Brent is famous for when he goes to a restaurant, and I'm, I'm guessing he did this at your food truck, where, you know, a normal human being will get one cup or one bowl of gumbo. Barksdale being the gumbo lover that he is will ask for one of each I've seen him do I've seen him do three of each before in some places um
3: well I didn't offer him the mix so I'm so sorry you're gonna have to come back if you want the mixed but um yes he he did just that he got a chicken and sausage and while he was eating that I made his shrimp and okra and then he he had that as well
1: yeah, so, so I think what Barksdale has to do from now on is maybe you just, like, when you go to get gumbo, you just bring, like a, like, a big old, like, quart thing you put sweet tea in and just have people pour your gumbo into that. Call it a yeah.
0: day. <laughs> so That would work. Yeah, it was good gumbo. Yeah, um, it was... I don't know if she thought I was crazy, but I'm like... No, uh, not at all. I was thinking, should I get two mediums? And like, nope, I want two larges. And then... But, yeah, I was surprised you... I said said so let me give you your chicken and sausage and then because i do the the shrimp and okra to order and i was like interesting and then she's like and i'm gonna give you the you know make sure your shrimp is nice and fresh so and the okra how does so what do you do differently so you when you cook it to order is it just the fresh shrimp is it like the just okra? the
3: shrimp yeah yeah i already have the base done the bases yeah. I, I just good. i don't know i like fresh and i want my customers to have fresh so that's why i do it that way right Not- so- and rubbery
0: shrimp—that's
2: the worst. Right, it is bad, and and so there are t- obviously tons of theories on like. Well, people all put their shrimp in at different times, but it seems like the best ones I've had, the shrimp all go in right at the very end. Very which, end. So, um, so I want to ask about your chicken and sausage. Do you do you make the roux? What how do, you, do. how does that come together?
3: I do. So. Obviously, we've got lots of yummy fresh veggies, um, and I saute that with butter and then add my um, chicken and sausage. And uh, Brent had asked if I do andouille, and I have a local market that makes a yummy, very good smoked sausage, so we actually use theirs. Um, I don't know Brent can answer if he enjoyed the sausage or not, but it's really good, and it's something that I can actually support our local Um, community and it's Mm. I'm not feeling like I'm messing up the quality at all so um, then I add the chicken and sausage and then I add my chicken stock and my roux and let it cook and the roux I make usually once a week depending on how many pots I'm going to have to make because that's a long tedious process and I fill up my magnolite with oil and flour and it's just and it's hot and it's already hot in the food truck so I do kind of cheat and make it ahead but it's yeah it's made and it's delicious and it stays fine in the fridge and so then I can use it as I need it.
0: I would like just to just make it I need on to add. As, oh go ahead I have ahead. to add something first of all yeah you put so much meat in your gumbo that fame would be jealous. Fame is known as he puts a lot of meat in his gumbo. You put a lot of meat in your gumbo. So amen. I do. I
3: just feel like
0: a lot. It was a lot. It was awesome.
3: You're gonna like when you leave, I want you to be full. I, you know, I don't, I hate when people skimp and I don't want to skimp. I, I know that my prices are, are definitely not the cheapest in town, but I promise you, you're not gonna leave.
0: It was worth up. it. It was so worth it. I was full after the first bowl of chicken and sausage, but I was there on a mission. So I finished both of them.
3: Well, man, I'm glad you enjoyed it. There was that so purchase. much
0: meat. It was so tasty. Was I try,
3: tasty. I definitely try it. I try it in everything that I do. I want my customers to have it just like
0: I would want it. And there's a reason you're on the show, because <laughs> if <laughs> it wasn't, if it wasn't good, <laughs> I would. I,
3: well, I appreciate that. It would be
0: so so Cajun. Uh, S- <laughs> yeah. So, S-O. That. We, we
3: leave wow. out the extra
0: soap. Yeah, but anyway. So Famine, you were going to ask more about her gumbo. Well, no, I, I was going to, yeah,
2: just I was going to go back to the roux. So you do it on the on the stovetop. I do
3: it on the stovetop gas, yeah, gas the old-fashioned
2: way we the might we might have
3: way.
2: one microwave apostate on this show that is definitely not me um and so you do it and you, do you use uh vegetable oil canola just uh,
1: just
3: i have a i have a mix that i use it's 90 uh, percent um canola and 10 percent olive oil mm-hmm sounds weird, but it's already in the trailer. And one thing that's kind of cuckoo about trailers is space and it, mm-hmm. works and it tastes fine. It's like a very light tasting olive oil. You don't taste that little 10% and it's, it's perfect. And then just regular all-purpose flour.
2: Yeah. So pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like, but I mean, the straightforward gumbo executed well is, is, it's, it's is fantastic.
3: Yeah, yeah. For sure.
2: And yeah. I do like that. It's very meaty. I, I applaud you for that. <laughs> That's something yeah. Brent always, he always looks at pictures of my gumbo as like so much
0: meat. And I'm like, well, yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. kind of my thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 I
3: just I, want I, juice. Don't come to So Cajun.
0: will try. <laughs> I have a question. Um, okay. I know you do import some ingredients on your food truck, not specifically for gumbo, but for other dishes. So do you have a problem getting ingredients usually or is there some you just so, bring in from Louisiana? Uh,
3: I have some very dear friends in Lafayette. Um, My daughter played softball there. And so actually it's a Boys shop. I'm very, very, very close friends with them. So I try to, if I can't get it locally, then I try to go meet up with the Rivets and I load up, you know, once a quarter for the things that aren't easily found here. Um, But for the most part, that's more like for crawfish boil like there's a boil that I like more than others and um that kind of stuff for the most part I can get in everything shipped I get um I get bread shipped in from Gambino's every week I get um uh our boudin shipped in from Scott um uh, not Don's just a different little place that I love 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 Lexi was there. We went and just visited all the different little shops and we found our favorite. And so they shipped me 40 pounds of boudin a week. Um, so I definitely try to give the best Cajun experience I can. I mean, it, it's it's a lot of effort, but it's worth it for my customers. And because, again, that's what I would want. So, yeah, for the most part, I can get whatever I want. But it's a nice excuse to go visit our friends. I want to get it.
1: Yeah. I got that little tinge of nostalgia when you mentioned Gambinos. That's actually uh we, we ship our king cakes annually up to up to Virginia from uh that's the bakery we choose. So that
3: is always been my favorite. There's something just heavenly about their bread. I I just love it. In Texans it's weird. I've heard it's the sea level or something, but um you can't make the the bread here is dense and hard and thick. Yeah. And- French bread is not supposed to be like that. It's just lovely. I love it. So, yeah, they're my favorite.
2: Um, all right. So, obviously, uh, Brent lives in Texas. Yep. And Brent has many funny tales of the gumbos he's tried across Texas. Some have included strange ingredients like corn or maybe the occasional bean. And so I'm wondering, do you ever hear feedback from your customers who want your gumbo to be more Texan?
3: No, I don't. Um, I think it's kind of different to some people. Well, I'm going to tell or a horrible quick family story. So, my husband's family is from Sulphur, and our first family, like I'm going to go to the family meal kind of thing, was Thanksgiving, and I pop in and I'm you know trying to be impressive with the new family and. He tells me we're having gumbo. Well, I'm thinking we're having gumbo, right? So, and, and I know that his family's from sulfur and I was like, oh yeah, you know. Well, I, they let me go first because I'm the guest and I opened this pot and I hope this doesn't offend any of y'all but I don't think it will. Look y'all, it was gray. The gumbo was gray. Inside of the gumbo was chunks of boiled eggs okay old eggs and they're whole crabs like not just meat like it was bizarre and i felt so bad because i was expecting like so i had a bunch of rice in the bowl and and then i couldn't eat it and i just played it off like i wanted to visit or whatever but yeah it's all different and that was a louisiana thing so now it's a big joke that he's not really from louisiana because they don't know what gumbo is
2: well, I don't. I don't want to offend all of our listeners in sulfur, but this tale does not surprise me.
0: <laughs> I mean, so, you have
3: seen? Have you seen gray gumbo with yellow yolks floating before?
0: Oh, I yellow yolks, like oh, like bold eggs, egg yolks,
3: what? egg yolks, bold eggs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've heard of the bold egg on the top. Oh Ugh.
3: no! And I'm I'm so funny. I I only cook things I want to eat, so. You know, my bread pudding is yummy and freshly made, but you will never find raisins in it because I don't like that. So, I I mean, uh,
0: you're the boss. We'll, I have to talk
2: about, <laughs> we'll have to talk about that on our bread pudding show. With oh. that, which is upcoming. We're going to launch this
0: summer. I'll be there. Uh, so you, Hold on. Do you think there's a gumbo season?
3: No. No. Yes.
0: There we go. <laughs> there's
3: so, not a gumbo season I te- tell my sorry, books Famine. that my books love gumbo all year long i promise i sell it. never you, not man. on my menu ever
0: famin your get, books like my my account
1: oh oh, yeah. oh i see you yeah oh, she's, she's yeah, bringing I in current. She's bringing empirical data to this conversation yeah. to combat your emotionally <laughs> right. charged argument,
0: Feynman. Feynman thinks it has to be super cold. cold outside, or he won't eat gumbo. Apparently, at least.
2: So, so my wife, by the way, not to bring family into this story, <laughs> listened to our episode where we discussed this exact question, and said, uh, "You guys are crazy because every year the first day of cool weather." everybody in New Orleans Twitter and New Orleans social media and all that stuff is all about like, Oh, it's cool. Now it's time to make gumbo. And, and Tammy, you're in South Texas. Like I can't believe that people are walking up to the So Cajun food truck in July and like, give me a big steam and bowl of gumbo.
3: I promise you I sell it year round, year round. Today we were slow and I sold probably six quarts of gumbo.
0: Ada. Data, Feynman. It's in the well, data. And, and I has, promise. I promise. This is a
2: single data point
0: on a large plot. Well, and,
3: uh, okay. In, uh, in your, all your fairness, poll,
0: Feynman, your Twitter poll, you lost bad. But go in ahead. All,
3: in all fairness, you know maybe if you can't get something, then you deal with right. it. You can go. I mean, I, I was hungry for chicken and dumplings, and that seems to be a hot or cold weather thing. But I made it because I was hungry for it. Right. So yep. I. I think it's a matter of your palate.
0: Do you take a request? Uh, if I give you two weeks ahead of time. I'll be back in like two weeks. So just like, yeah, go.
3: what's your request?
0: All right. I'll, I'm going to email you. It'll be Okay.
3: Good. You let me know.
0: So
3: I <laughs> have a little time to work
1: on it. I can yeah, make yeah. it happen.
0: I'll give you a, a couple a <laughs> couple weeks. Go ahead, Dave. So yeah, so, so I have a question,
1: but I have to circle back to Famine because I just want to make it clear to our listeners, kids... Uh, you heard it from Feynman first. <laughs> you know, uh you can listen, you can believe whatever you see on the internet. Cause if the internet says it, it must be real, according to Feynman. So anyway, my actual question. Okay. So it sounds like it, everything's just going, you know, gangbusters for you. Is there any hope for Victoria, Texas to see a So Cajun restaurant? Or like what's the like what's the appeal of a food truck versus a restaurant? I'm just kind of curious, like where okay. that decision is made.
3: So I would definitely entertain having a so Cajun brick and mortar, but I would still like it to be um, very open air and relaxed and family environment. And um, I just haven't come across the place yet. I I would love to have a place to bowl crawfish all the time. And and I don't have all that at the moment. Um, but I I don't know. I really believe things happen for a reason. And so like during COVID, there was so many restaurants that didn't survive, and we were in a really good place. Like for once in five years, we were on the same playing field because people want to come and sit down, and you couldn't sit down anywhere. So you were taking everything home. So it kind of, I don't know, like it was, it was, it was terrible, and I feel terrible for the community and the people and the lives, and but. For our business, I think it maybe have it, it maybe helped us gain some more customers because it kind of put us all in the same playing field. So I don't know. Like I just believe when the stars align and the good Lord allows it, then we we will like it'll it'll work out. But I'm up until this point, I've been kind of glad that we've been where we are. If that makes sense.
0: Um, and also, when there's a hurricane, you can put. That's the tra- right. <laughs> the I can pack up and go. Truck, That's right.
3: Go. And when nobody else has power, I have power. We actually have a
0: generator. That's right.
3: We had um, we were the one of the only places that could open after Harvey because it hit us pretty hard. Mm. And instead of losing all of our food, we um, opened up and it was I could cry. It was so cool because we were just saying, if you guys can afford to pay for the food costs and pay for the food costs, we had people that would come and pay a hundred dollars for the next, however many people it would feed. And it was just so cool. And then we went to Rockport and we fed, I bet we fed over three or four weeks, a thousand people at no charge, just because it was what we had and the money that people were giving. I was just, it's, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I would have had a, a restaurant. So again, up until this point, it's been everything I think that the good Lord wanted it to be. So, but I'm not, I'm not ruling it out.
0: Good question, Dave, but she's in the right spot, apparently. It was For now.
3: Awesome. <laughs> For now.
0: Yep. I know where to find you. And also, uh, it's it, and you can tell the folks, well, go ahead. Who had a good question? If not, I'm, I'll get her to tell us how people can find her and all that good stuff. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, no, actually, that was my question, too. So how do people in in the vast swath, swath of South Texas find the Cajun food truck?
3: So we are on uh, Facebook more than anything. It's at SoCajun, S-E-A-U-X, C-A-J-U-N. We park usually the same place um, at the corner of Airline and Laurent in Victoria um, in a little shopping center. And I post, I'm a crazy foot Facebook poster, like I post on a ton of sites and share what's our, menu, our new menu items or what, where we are, what the hours are, if they change. Um, Thursday nights, we actually go to another little neighboring community called Port Lavaca. It's on the water and we serve um, at a little brewery. It's so much fun. Um, and then we get to do events and stuff, but I post all of that on our Facebook page.
2: Cool. So check them out uh, on Facebook. So Cajun, if you're, I'd say within a hundred mile radius of Victoria, it's probably worth getting over there uh, to check them out. Any, any other uh, burning questions, guys?
1: No, just thank you so much for being on the show.
3: Yeah. This, this is great. Well, thank you all yeah. for having me.
2: Yeah, we appreciate you uh, being here very much. And as always, so check out So Cajun on Facebook if you're looking for a good uh, place in Victoria to eat. Also, check us out on Facebook, The Gumbo Show, one of our thriving social media pages, along with our Instagram mm-hmm. at The Gumbo Show. And of course, our Twitter feed at Gumbo Show on Twitter. You can also check us out on our website at gumboshow.us. And we will talk to you next time on the next edition of the Gumbo Show. Until then, may your roofs be dark and your bowls be full.